Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. Your face is twitching a lot today. <laughs> uh, I was just deciding if I wanted to respond to that or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this week's topic is Sean's birthday slash forward slash aging. <laughs> like, are you specify the forward slash? Forward, yeah. It could be backwards. Yeah. You never know. Um, when is a backward slash used? I don't know. I never use slashes. I, I love a dash. I do too, but like, you know, it's when is that? Ever you know, it's used? really wild. At my new job, um, at the beginning of projects, they want all the communication to come from the principals, which makes sense, like the owners. Okay. So for the beginning of projects, no matter what, they want like to field all the yeah. emails through them. And I have realized that I have such like specific email lingo that even when I'm sending an email that's supposed to be from someone else, mm-hmm. I need to like think of how they speak because you can tell that it's from, that you. It's from me. <laughs> right. I feel like I have a very particular way that I write in emails as well. Yeah. So Isn't I've, that interesting? Yeah. So basically you're being a phony and you're I'm pretending. I'm being fake and being a phony and wow. being a fraud. Wow. So um, happy for your new job. No, seriously. Can you tell me when a backslash is used? I, bitch, I don't fucking know. People right into the DMs. When is a backslash Who used? Is what is backslash? It, what is it needed for? I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe like when you're building like a heart or something. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Those little like sometimes people in their Instagram bios have little like shapes. Yeah. I think that's probably what it's for. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Glad we got um, to the I bottom of this. Explaining everything as exactly. usual. Yeah. I think my face is also twitching because like we said before, this is just an extension of last episode. Mm-hmm. I did just get so much Botox. Mm. So I think it's finally like, I mean, not finally it takes like a week, but I think it's really starting to, the to muscles are like those muscles. Yeah. They're trying yeah. to cling to any movement they have left. The botulism's like, bitch. It's like, <laughs> you no. Don't stand a chance. Yeah. So they're doing it, their last few twitches yeah. before they die. Completely die. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Like I said last week, I'm just going to toss some trigger warnings out. I don't know Mm. which ones we're going to tackle, but I assume... (laughs) You will be triggered. You will be triggered. If you are triggered about um, existential dread, that's one Mm -hmm. of them. I'm going to say that's a trigger warning. Um, Suicidal thoughts, I would say, is another trigger warning. Just aging in general, Mm -hmm. I would say, is another trigger warning. Um... I think that should cover it. Should cover it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I feel like we're going to dive into something else that is triggering, yeah. I'll probably throw another one out there. But, but also as a general... As a general, if you are somebody who panics about... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say existential dread. Yeah. This episode is... I'm going to trigger you. Because okay. I know that I, if I was listening... Or like mental health, depression, suicide. Yeah. Trigger, I know trigger, if, trigger. If I was listening, this would trigger me. So Got I'm just, it. I'm giving okay, you the warning. Okay, that's good. I, yeah. like, I like that. Yeah. Also, um, on the flip side... Espresso We're drinking. Martinis. <laughs> Espresso martinis are here. Say say the word. Espresso martinis. Oh, you, I think you put an accent the first time. No, I'm not an espresso person. I don't know. Roll the clip. Espresso. Roll the tape. Espresso martinis. <laughs> yeah, and they're delicious. They're so good. Sean just whipped these up for us. I'm good at making fast you cockies. Are yeah. Like your fast cock game is out of this world. I made simple syrup for it. That was like, like under five minutes. That's unbelievable. And honestly, why does nobody want to marry me? I was just going to say, yeah. I'm actually like jokes aside. I feel like you have so much going for you that if I was a gay man, I would be like, check, check, check. Thank you. Like I agree. you're, I was going to say normal. That's questionable, but you're, you're like grounded in the sense that you 
have your life together. I feel like you know what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very attractive thing. Like, I feel like if I went on a first date with you and asked you a few questions, I would get a very clear understanding of what direction you're heading in and totally. where you want to be, which just knowing that is attractive. Like you knowing where that direction is, is attractive. And that doesn't even account for the fact that I'm just so physically attractive. Well, yeah. Okay. You're so (laughs) sexy and hot. Your face hardly moves, which is really amazing. Gorgeous. (laughs) And then if, you know, we came back for a little nightcap and you whipped up a restaurant grade espresso martini. I'm saying, I'm telling you. Sealing the deal. I know. (sighs) People I just see don't a want lot fast worse people being days. in <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Speedy cock. Nobody wants it. Um, I see a lot worse people than me in mm. happy relationships. And I say, hmm. <laughs> you know why? Because they have the delusion and the audacity. That's true. They just push through. See, we'll get to the the positives about aging. Okay. I feel like some of the things you just touched on are some positives okay. that I get to. But I'm going to jump right into it. Okay, Unless love you have it. housekeeping. Let's go. Well, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so Brianne asked... Because I have a bit, a constant bit, Mm -hmm. that I hate aging. And... That's going to be such a shock for everyone who listens to this podcast. I know, right? They're like, what? What do you mean? You love aging. (laughs) You you love to age and you love talking about how youthful Brie looks. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. No, everybody knows that I have the bit. But everybody should also know that the best bits come from trauma. (laughs) That's true. The funniest people have the most trauma. I stand by that. And so Brie asked the the other episode, like two episodes ago... I get that this is a bit, but what is behind it? So this is the explanation behind it. Yeah. Like just before you get into it, a little bit of clarity. Okay. So. Sorry, let let me just get my fast cocky. Yeah. I think because, sorry, we're just organizing our cocks Mm -hmm. and then we'll be right back. We're just, we're just sword fighting over here. I, I underestimated how hard it is to hold a mic and a beautiful coupe glass all I at the same have time. Put them just in like a regular drinking glass, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like one of those ones you get from like I'm you used- go to an all-inclusive resort and you like steal <laughs> it, or you go to like a Britney Spears concert and it's extra five dollars for like the bejeweled cup. Literally, have you seen that video? That was like, <laughs> uh, it was a TikTok video, and <laughs> it was like. Um, my friend said that she is making espresso martinis for the pregame, and it was that sound that's like ooh, and it's like ah, no, I and it was that. like my friend said she's making espresso martinis, and it's like ooh, and then it shows them and they're in water bottles, <laughs> no. and it goes ah. We should try and find that and post yeah. on Instagram, which is a good segue for me to say wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe on the platform you're listening on, yes. and then also go follow us on social media, TikTok and Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Personally, at Sean and at Brian Williamson. If you want to see our cocks on TikTok in video. Yeah, you want to see us cock out. If you want to see our fast cocks on, <laughs> on Patreon. Fat, fast cocks. <laughs> they're tasty too. Yeah. You can go experience the full the full ordeal um, by clicking the link in our bio and becoming a patron. It's what makes us be able to do this podcast. So I appreciate our patrons so much. That's I how I pay for know this that. podcast. <laughs> it's keeping us fucking going over here. Seriously. Exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, a couple episodes ago, I I think as friends, you know, you know what people joke about. Yeah. But sometimes you don't like necessarily dig. For sure. Because like yeah. it's weird to do in regular social settings. Yeah. There's things I joke about all the time. And if someone all of a sudden out of nowhere to me was like, wait, does that actually come yeah, from let's somewhere? Deep dive into that. I'd be like, 
no, no, no. I, I'd like to keep. I, I, I'd like to keep this protective wall of humor up, Literally. because obviously there's that a reason. Loose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I feel like I didn't. I don't. I hope you don't feel super pressured to talk. About no, no, no. This, but I, I do, do think it's interesting as well. It's interesting, and I also think, which I said a couple episodes episodes ago the reason i wanted to ask about it is because we have a podcast that all we do is talk a (laughs) and b that you are a gay man yeah and i am a lesbian woman and i think that the vision of aging is very different very different between those two communities and the reason really we started this podcast with the intention of us being from different parts of the lgbtq plus community is that we're going to have different experiences within that yeah. community. And a lot of those experiences or perspectives may have to do with stereotypes or they may have to do with the cultures within those niche groups. And I am always fascinated by when ones don't line up so aggressively. Right. I will say, I think that you are much more hopeful on this, that this has something to do with like queerness, but it doesn't. Really? And I think the visual part of aging is the smallest part of it. Oh, okay. So I'm so interested. This is one of those exciting moments genuinely for me that I'm like, the coolest thing about this podcast Yeah. It's is trauma that, dumping. <laughs> is that, sorry, I just literally screamed <laughs> into all the listeners' ears. <laughs> I'm so sorry to y'all out there. I, I, I'm halfway through my cough. Yeah, I'm starting to yell. I'm so sorry. I'm mid-shaft. <laughs> no, it's, I've known you for years. Yeah. And it's, I guess, the curious person, the person who loves people, and loves what makes people tick, both good and bad within me, that finds it fascinating that you can know someone for so long and have no idea about a certain facet of them. Here we go. And here we go. Let's go. Here we go. So with aging in general, I have very bad depression and anxiety. Yes. And the thing that causes me some of the most anxiety Mm -hmm. is the thought of death and dying and never experiencing anything ever again. And Many mm. of my therapists have told me, but you won't know that you're not experiencing anything yes. ever again. And okay. I say, I fucking know that, bitch. Yeah, that's like, the I'm like, easy. That's, that, 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 that's that. exactly what you say to your therapist. Ex- you bitch. say, listen, bitch. Would you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say, here's your $300. Exactly. <laughs> and so through my life, there have been um, like, okay, so all of my grandparents are dead. Mm-hmm. All of them are dead, which like they're old. They obviously died. That's how it works. Okay. Um, not a single one of my grandparents died in like a way that would bring me any peace. Okay. Um, all of my grandparents have died in like a traumatic way. Most mm. of them, um, something of like a diminishing brain, um. like not knowing who we were, like things yeah. like that. So your examples of death. So my examples of death, like, you know, when you hear people that are like, oh yeah, he passed peacefully in the night. None of that no. was happening. Got it. M- both parents on my dad's side, my dad's dad died of cancer 
slowly in the hospital. My dad's mom had bleeding on the brain, which reflected very yeah. um, closely to uh, dementia. Uh, dementia. Yeah. Forgot who we were. Mm-hmm. Didn't know who like anybody was. Yeah. I once drove her to my parents' house for, I picked her up from her old folks home and drove her to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. And she said, oh my God, do you know Graham? And I said, period, he's my dad. <laughs> so, yeah. and then my mom's mom, pretty similar, like very prolonged, like fading of person Mm -hmm. this whole thing the only person that has passed quickly is my mom's dad and he had I think a heart attack or a stroke and fell in his own home hit the counter hit the ground was like literally bleeding to death and my grandma was too weak to flip him over and like watched him die in her home and then my Oh my Lauren's coming for this trauma. Oh god. The, the roommate the roommate <laughs> the has arrived home. just in time. Should we pause? Should, Should we, we pause? pause? Okay, pause. Back we go after <laughs> Lauren rudely interrupted my traumatizing <laughs> conversation. Anyways, so just my relationship mm. with people um passing has not been good because those yeah. are those are like my main examples. Yeah. So I always have just had this like massive fear towards death. Yes. It's not like, oh my god, they just peacefully passed all of this. Mm-hmm. So that has been terrifying. And then all of these things have um, accumulated to the curse that we talk about, that I was convinced Mm. that I was going to die before I was 30. Right. Which we always joke about. Which, if you're listening to this podcast, Sean's still alive. three days, motherfucker. (laughs) Well, because I'm not putting this out if you die. Well, no, you should. Drama. Clicks. Okay. Well, if you're, li- I'm just saying for me, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how to work the system to upload this podcast. That's true. So if it's out there, Sean did it, which I means he's still alive. <laughs> I uploaded before my 30th birthday. You said you'd set it as a draft. Before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just have, like I'm going to actually need you to leave me some notes. If you I do, can do kick that. it. That yeah. You can... I'll put in my will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like an explanation of how the fuck to run a podcast. For sure. Brianne, I left you nothing but these notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have always felt as a young child that I didn't think that I was going to live past 30, which we mm-hmm. joke about all the time. And I thought it was just like a curse and all these things. Yeah. But then through the therapy that I went through during mm. COVID, I also realized that a good chunk of it was that I was also convinced that I was going to kill myself before I was 30. Right. So <laughs> it's right. I'm Fun, trying to right? be, I'm trying to be sensitive yeah, because obviously I'm alive myself. I yeah. can bleep that. No, no, don't bleep that. We've gave a trigger warning. Okay. You can, that's okay, fair. You can say that. This yeah. isn't like on a public platform. If we, there's, there were clear trigger warnings. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, like the only reason people say unalive themselves is because they're going to get banned on TikTok. Yeah. And yeah. we're not posting this on TikTok. <laughs> we're this not posting a, this. <laughs> us with like let loose in the background yeah. of this. Let loose. <laughs> I, I find that like obviously like heartbreaking, but also that gives some like context to it because to me, when you started telling me you thought you were going to die before 30, I was yeah. like, do you think like an anvil is just going to fall on your head? Like, well, some of me that? still believes that that is part of the okay. curse, but I really, um, yeah, through many, many mm-hmm. 
therapy sessions, I realized that like the call was coming from inside the house. Right. Um, yeah. Which is like a pretty alarming thing to realize. Mm-hmm. So I just have like very, um, very like uh, fucked up reasons or thoughts yeah. behind behind aging and my relation to it. So right, yeah. <laughs> because in a way, and again, you don't have to answer anything yeah. that I ask you. If yeah. You don't feel comfortable. You know that already. Just fucking punch me right in the face. I will. Um. In a way, like, are you scared of aging because you never had to fully process getting there? Yes, that is right. a thousand percent it. I was like so scared of the the things that come with aging. Yeah, that I. I think I convinced myself in my mind that I wouldn't have to reach those. You wouldn't have to get there anyway. I wouldn't get to the destination, so I wouldn't really have to worry about those things. Right, you know? yeah. Which is pretty fucked up to think about, because when I was talking to my therapist, I was like, I was having these feelings since I was like, literally in elementary school that's so like i remember people yeah. like w- my example was mm-hmm. we had to make one of those boards about like how your future is going to turn out yeah. and i literally remember being like oh i don't need this whoa like, in like, elementary not, school yeah in elementary school so i'm like it's there's there's a lot of layers to it yeah <laughs> yeah oh my gosh but i will say to give a positive note about it that i feel like i'm in like such a good place yeah and i'm actually excited to like Mm-hmm. turn 30 and let yes. my, like it's such a weird milestone that I'm like I'm actually okay like being 30 and yeah getting to that point I feel very content in my in my person mm-hmm. for once in my life like I feel like I'm at a place that I am very happy with um who I am mm-hmm. the decisions that I make the people that I have led into my life the people I have cut from my life yeah um yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for for once. In a way, too, for you, undeniably, I feel like it's going to be therapeutic. Oh, it's like liberating. Yeah, because you've had this. I mean, everyone on this podcast knows we joke all the time. Yeah, but again, like we said at the beginning of this, like humor comes from a certain place for sure. And <laughs> if it's not this topic with Sean, it's another topic with me. Like yeah. this goes both ways. Um, but like you've had this thing, this like, it's like mark number, your, this, this literal number, number your whole life, yeah. And all of a sudden, you just get to kind of like be free from that. Totally, yeah. No, I think it's liberating, and I it took so long to get there, yeah. And it's such a weird like. How do you describe that to somebody? Like when somebody's like, "What did you talk about in therapy today?" I'm like, "There's so many things that I have talked yeah. about," but I'm like, "This one thing." I'm like, "How do I even?" begin to explain the amount of layers that we're going through but I think it also it makes you make more sense when it comes to your uh maybe fear is the wrong word but like fear of aging in the sense that to make it just like simple when you think about how for the majority of people you're consistently processing aging. You know, you're consistently told like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like you're listening to your parents talk about their retirement plans or, you know, and you think, Oh, when I'm 50 one day, I'd like to be owning a property or I'd like to, you know, when I'm 70, I hope I get to retire and half the year get to go to somewhere hot or, you know, you think about these things and they seem simple, but as part of your psyche, you're constantly processing your future and you're 
processing that you'll get there someday. It's like the one universal experience. Exactly. So the fact that you had shut yourself off from that for a very significant amount of your developmental life, it would naturally feel very jarring to all of the sudden be like, I have to process that because that wall's coming down. Like I am going to move past that age. Totally. And also I think like, considering the fact that I felt this way since I was a uh, probably like preteen yeah and now the day is knocking on like the fucking door mm-hmm. I am more at peace with it than I thought I would be which is like a very good good feeling totally and like when I hear people talk about life and aging it's such a cliche thing of people being like you just really have to you know focus on the moments that are happening now and Mm -hmm. I as a young person for the most part was like that's not like that's not gonna help me and now it kind of is helping yeah you know totally yeah and I think that comes with age like that that's the ironic part Mm -hmm. is that like this fear of aging Mm -hmm. was diluted by age and yeah. by experience yeah. and by like getting a different perspective on the world. So, so yeah. Yeah. And it's so true because I feel like more so than ever in my thirties, I like I, jokes since we're not doing jokes, this podcast, I'm 31. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing jokes, but well, yeah, I'm, joke. for, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 31 and I've never felt more grounded in my current age. Yeah. I feel like not in the same way that you did, but in for a predominant amount of my life, I was always thinking about either ages past or ages to come. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're younger in kind of a fun way, you're thinking, Oh, when I turn 18, I can walk into, cause again, I'm old, the porn section of the local video store. Right. Um, which that I never did, but just, aged the, you just the, right yeah, there. literally the fact that there was those still standing, yeah. the rental fucking stores. Not that I even ever did, but just the, you know, there's like the fun things that come with age when you're young. Like, yeah. Oh, when I turn 16, I can learn to drive. And when I'm 19 in Canada, I can drink legally. I can go out to the bar and order a drink, whatever. And you're always thinking about kind of that next. And then you pass a certain point, which for me was 21 because 21 was kind of the last be allowed to do things age, right? which 21, it was in the States. If I went and visited friends in the States or if I went to travel to the States, I could drink down there. Yeah. Um, and once I passed that, then it was the looking back. Yeah. The starting to think of, okay, well, if I'm moving into my mid twenties, I've got to have this figured out. And if I, I want to have this done and it, you know, it, you realize at a certain age that you've spent the majority of your life, either looking forward and wishing time would pass quicker yeah. or looking back and wishing it would slow down. So a lot of times when people are like, I don't get it. Why do people say that their thirties are the best? To me, it's just exactly what you said. It's, it's like the sweet spot. It's that groundedness of yeah. I'm just here. And in a way, I don't know that there's something that society has put on 30s yeah. in the same way they do about 21 or 25 totally. or leaving your 20s. So once you're already there, you're kind of like, okay, I'm just here. And it kind of, it feels nice. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, this is where I am. Yeah. And it feels good. I I think what I didn't anticipate was with age, just like the the 
the peace I feel in like little things, yeah, which I like never expected. And I remember when we talked about mental health originally, I was saying that like my big thing with like having suicidal thoughts and all this was that like I was. I was convinced that like if this was the ride, I just didn't know if like I wanted to go to the end of it. Yeah. And now genuinely like at this point in my life, like I'm happy to be on the ride. Like I feel like I'm like enjoying the ride, which is like a huge thing for me. That's so so big as I'm like trying not to cry. (laughs) No. Oh, I love that. So that That makes me so happy. (laughs) Love you. Love you. That's, that's, huge, just gonna, that's so big. Huge. Yeah. Like to feel that way and then just like have that moment where you're like, no, like I this is awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> love you. Love you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> it, like save myself laughter yeah, is coming in because no, for sure. Yeah. But like you saying that, like I am so proud of you. Thank you. And you should be so proud of yourself. No, I am. And I feel like, once again, this is like the understanding that came with age, which is like yeah. so fucking ironic through the whole thing. Yeah. Is that like, I'm only here because like this all, all of this, like the mm-hmm. fact that I like had such like a peaceful last year as yeah. well with like all the chaos in my yeah. life that was like, this last year was fucking wild for mm-hmm. me. And through all of it, I was like. I'm just kind of vibing like yeah. this is like so chaotic but I'm like I'm enjoying the ride like <laughs> I'm on it and it's gonna be okay and you know what I think it's important to state that there was a time in your life that you might have thought that you wouldn't ever feel oh, this for way sure. yeah and for people listening like you are being so vulnerable right now and sharing that but like that is gonna really help someone out there to hear that I hope so It will definitely because seriously, I think in a way, so many of us can relate to that and just knowing that they're, that you're sitting here, you're about to turn 30. Like as your friend, I am so wildly proud to be your friend. I think you're just a fantastic person. I think you've got so much going for you that goes without saying. Um, and it's just really cool to kind of like hear you say that and see you come into that vibe yeah it's just like weird because it's something you have no no choice no and like I finally feel like my one of my worst fears is Mm -hmm. literally like right in front of me and I feel more equipped to deal with it than I ever have yeah so that's like a like a huge I feel like every every like little time that I've gone to therapy or like, you Mm -hmm. know, talk through things like it was like leading up to this moment for me and I am at peace with it. And you're about to move through it. Yeah. And And I'm about to move through it like happily, which is huge. Yeah. And also the awareness that you will move through it. And if you've spent your whole life being fearful of that and you still did it, yeah, like, what else can't you do? Exactly. Because that, like, I'm you, unhinged you, now. You fucking did it. <laughs> fucking chaos. I'm going to the moon now, bitch. <laughs> You're not going I'm to like, space. I'm like, no, space is. <laughs> okay, my fear of death has just been replaced by space. <laughs> Maybe until I'm 40, though. Like, I could, the moon could be 40. You could just, like, you'd skyrocket. Every 10 years, I take on my next biggest fear. No, you are sharks. not doing that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We're not adding fears 50 on. 50 is hand-to-hand combat with a great white. <laughs> We're moving into fearless forever era. Yeah, true. I just, I just think that's so beautiful. And also, I think that you are 
unbelievably strong. Thank you. That is sweet. Like so many people, people are dealt different hands, right? When it comes to mental health, when it comes to life, everything. And you are one of those people who I think have struggled in a way that I will never understand, but in a way that I've always just been so proud at how brave you are at continuing and also showing up for other people with what you have left. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting, finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch. And honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. Yeah, I think like, I don't know, when I talk to my my parents and things, I realize that, for the longest time, people didn't talk about things like this. Like no. people didn't talk about their their fucking greatest fears and all that. No. Because you're you're kind of told from a young age that it's like embarrassing, yeah. and it's taboo. But so many things like this, like everybody is experiencing, mm-hmm. and I think not talking about it is really just diminishing that. And that, like, honestly, like it just totally led to me feeling so alone for so long yeah. because I didn't feel like other people were, you know, facing the same things as me. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> other 100%. people feel, feel positively yeah. that, you know, they're not alone and totally. that we'll all hit 30 together. <laughs> I think honestly, that is such like a cool way to turn around something that was like your biggest fear into like a really cool, awesome goal that for anyone out there listening, 
you know, you've been very vulnerable today in saying that this was like something that you never thought would happen. Yeah. Genuinely in your soul, jokes aside, you like did not think it would For happen. Sure. And here you are. I also feel like I'm like not really like fully explaining the point. <laughs> I don't I know. I think you are. I think I you've explained it beautifully. My brain is just like soup right now. But <laughs> No, I, I honestly think you explained it beautifully. And like, I think a lot of people are really going to sadly relate, but also it's very powerful. It, anything that like has helped me get through life is usually from seeing another person be able to yeah. honestly, yeah. like it, it, you have to do it in your own journey and for yourself, but whether it's about coming out or with mental health, anything that, that you can kind of grasp onto when it comes to seeing yourself or a reflection of yourself in another person is so powerful. Yeah. So like I applaud you for sharing because I know that was, so fun. Tough. <laughs> Should we talk about your birthday? Probably. Okay, let's let, let's do <laughs> did it. Did you expect any of this? You were, you were fascinated. I did not expect any of this, but I'm very happy that we got the chance to talk about this because I genuinely think that you... This is going to sound weird, but I mm-hmm. think people know you in the same way that I think a lot of people know me as like a funny, like outgoing person people know your personality on this podcast right i always think that there's something very endearing about getting to scratch below the surface yeah and i think a lot of people that listen to this podcast might get a completely different perspective of you in a really cool wonderful way that might help them in a way that's very powerful well that would be great (laughs) so and i think it was beautifully said and explained and very vulnerably done so i'm proud of you thank you and now that it is my 30th birthday it's fucking rock i do think the theme of wearing all black is still funny though like things like that that's like that's how my brain works <laughs> but that's a thing I, <laughs> I hate with that i want to acknowledge that i hate when you share something vulnerable i'm speaking yeah. for myself and then people are like oh so can we not joke about that anymore it's like no I'm that's like, no, not ideal st- we're still gonna dress like it's my funeral yeah i want to clarify <laughs> for anyone who sees this on instagram sean has asked for a funeral themed yes. thing but i do think in a weird way that's also freeing because when you just like confront it head on it's hilarious absolutely and it makes dark things lighter sometimes but i think you have to make light of it Absolutely. like if i was like we're just gonna the theme is pink and fun and i'm like yeah. no this is a beast that i've been dealing with for fucking like 20 years and we're gonna fucking drive I'm obviously through it gonna make on. a gag of it absolutely <laughs> yeah and that's also the fact that i funny. feel like i'm in a place that i can make a joke about yeah. it and that is freeing to me totally. is a good sign for me a great sign <laughs> yeah i'm very excited we're gonna go for it was just sean's birthday so we can talk about it yeah it's, it's actually coming out after your birthday so we don't have to worry about giving like once again could be post post you miss <laughs> sean sean just watch yourself with the joke okay you can I'm you, like you hit by a- unless the curse is actually real no then <laughs> imagine the gag about i get hit by a bus after all this <laughs> Do not <laughs> So we're going out for dinner. We're gonna yeah. be safe. And we're gonna go for dinner. dinner. Vegan dinner. Well, yeah. it's it's not a vegan restaurant. I know because I checked because my girlfriend's not, coming. But they're that most of their food amazing is vegan. vegan options. And they said the only thing that's not vegan is the the X Y Z. And I said, don't even fuck it. They're like, we can bring don't it on even the side. Bring it and to the like, table. Take it from other patrons. Absolutely. Nobody in the restaurant. No one in the restaurant gets a a whiff of meat. Absolutely not. Or animal byproducts. No. And then we're going for cocks. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're continuing the cock journey. We're going to go some, for some fancy cocks. Some yeah. of the best cocks the city has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I'm hoping that I am, and that's on Davy Street, which is Vancouver's neighborhood. And then we're going Central. <laughs> then we're gonna go to the third location for a different type of Cox. Yeah, exactly. Which is gonna be extra fun. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure if we're going to a third location, but I've told Sean that we've decided we are. We will. My other thought was like, what if we go to like the casino? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know why? Why? Because the downtown casino location yeah. sucks for vibes. Oh, it's I've like never been not there. I'm not fun. a casino person. No, it's not fun. It's too bright. It's like oh, it's no, like, I need dim it's, dim lighting. It's not the vibe. You, we either need to go to a, a gay bar or a strip club. That's the two options. I can't go to a strip club. I'm going to walk home again. <laughs> <laughs> for people that have been listening for a while, you know the lore of. <laughs> Sean's time at his strip club <laughs> walked approximately 20 kilometers home. Maybe more. I think it was like, I think it was, was 25,000 steps. <laughs> at, keep in mind those amount, that amount of steps started at like 2 a.m. No, the sun came up. <laughs> it was like 5 to 7 a.m. I think. I think I left the strip club at, I think I left the strip club at 3. Yeah. Went to an after hours until 4. 4.30-ish, and then <laughs> said, I'm going to walk home. <laughs> Now's the time to get to step in. Exactly. And get I that, did. I sure did. Get <laughs> so that step in. my 30th. <laughs> okay, yeah. We wouldn't want that for no. you. No, no. We need one of those, you know, when you see kids walking across the street, and they've all got little belts around their waist, like yeah. the little like, leashes. Like a, like a Disneyland leash. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. get one for you, so we make sure you don't walk home. <laughs> <laughs> Probably important, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, no strip club. I think we'll, also I want to see dicks if anything, and like there's no dick strip. It clubs. is kind of interesting to me that there's no no dick strip like strippers. Peace and blessings to you, but I don't I don't want to see titties on my birthday. But you know what the thing is? It's it's because women don't need to pay to see dicks. No, it's because dicks are flashed upon them at any <laughs> any slight breath. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you know, it just wouldn't survive. They'd open like Dicks R Us and it'd be closed in two weeks. Awful. No, I one do would think show it's up. really funny. Every time I think about the strip club, I just think of me being so fucked up mm-hmm. and her saying, You can touch anywhere but my pussy. Anywhere but the puss. And my response being, I would never <laughs> <laughs> Is this happening? Okay, what the fuck? We just had a little... Oops. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, did you take a photo of me? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the drama of it all. This episode said, there's been enough. Yeah. There's been enough. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to go to a gay bar. Yeah. Not the strip club. Are you going to tell... As established. Uh, sorry. You missed in our tech difficulty, there was 30 seconds that cut out of, lo- uh, of Brie telling yeah. the lore oh. of... You at the strip club? No, 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 no. That oh, that the gay bar guy. The gay that we have two friends. Yeah, that have been. I'm gonna say trying. They've been trying to set me up with somebody, That's but it is quite word possibly yeah. the worst connection the that has ever existed. Connection of all time. Okay, yeah. so two of our friends went to a wedding. Yeah. They met this guy at the wedding that we'll just say was working at the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Can we, should we say more particularly? No. Okay. Was working at the wedding. And they said to this guy, like, hey, you are exactly like, like 
Wait, no, no, they didn't even do that. So you need Brie on the case. They didn't even say anything about you, did they? No, they didn't. Fuck. They just said, are you basically they established that they're both gay? Yeah. Okay. And single. That was it. Gay and single. Okay. Which is like so easy to determine. Yeah. So then they came back to us and they said, okay, we went to this wedding. There's this super hot guy who's single. He looks like your type. He seems like normal. And I know we say normal a lot, but I think people who are dating know what we mean by normal. It's giving normie. It's giving like, just like have a trajectory in life, any trajectory whatsoever. Yeah. And they're trajecting. Yeah. They're trajecting. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And they were like, I just, I don't know. We just got the idea that you would really hit it off with Mm -hmm. this guy. And, um, Sean said, okay, well, cool. Like I will say also, it was one of the rare opportunities that somebody says, I I found a perfect match for you. Yeah. And you look at them and they're actually somebody that you find attractive. Right. Because a lot of times when people are setting you up, you're like, it's I'm like, offended now. Yeah. My friend's gay. And you're like, they're also a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, this one... Hot. Yeah, hot. You hot. were like, oh, yeah. yeah. They they showed the photos. You were like, yes. Which is totally. almost rude. Yeah, they're just teasing they, you They elicited point. excitement. Yes. Yeah. So they're like, establish that you're into it. And they're like, okay, we're going to set this up. Yeah. Let me tell you, they have done what I would say is the opposite of setting up. They would, they, they, they've done what the kids uh, call fumble the bag. They've absolutely <laughs> fumbled the bag. Yeah. They have proceeded with no gusto whatsoever. Not an ounce. And their explanation is just, well, one day we're going to go to the bar where this guy also works and he's going to happen to be there and we're going to just naturally say hello and then we're going to happen to be with Sean and we're going to naturally introduce. Which in like, okay, sure, in your mind makes sense, but it's 2023. Let's pick up the pace. Let's exactly. put a little They basically, out there. their matchmaking was me on my own accord yes. running into the, having a meet <laughs> cute with this man like at a grocery store, basically. Literally. They're like, yeah. we just want you to be aware Just so you know, this man, man does exist in Vancouver <laughs> and you could run into him. Yeah, and you are now... Do with that as you please. Exactly. He's out there. Go find him. Yeah. That's actually probably more than they did. (laughs) Yeah. I actually think they didn't even really give you that push. So yeah, they've done a terrible job. Do not hire them as matchmakers. Awful. Absolutely awful. They were on the right track with who they were matching up with. I would say the worst part is they really nailed I know, it, which is kind of sad because you want someone to be bad at matchmaking when they're showing you an uggo. A gargoyle. <laughs> but like, it was actually one that I think would have been a really cute matchup. Yeah. But where I started saying this is I said to Sean, no, we're not going to go to the strip club. We're not going to, you know, get you getting your steps up. We're going to go to the gay bar. And the, one of the gay bars that we sometimes go to, this guy works. So maybe he a will le- be present. Maybe worked. It was like fucking 12 years uh- ago. <laughs> Okay, no, because actually, I honestly feel this universe is giving me signs because I saw a post the other day from this gay bar and they tagged this guy. Oh my God. And I was like, he's still there. Mm. But unfortunately, it's the gay bar that we maybe want to go to less than the other gay bar. We can do a pit stop. We can do a little, yeah, a little crawl. Absolutely. We're, we've already got two stops. We might we get a, a vodka, few more on. vodka Red Bull for the next stop. The other one's farther from our cocky destination. See, so and I we kinda, could need uh, to quench the... Quench the cock yeah. first. 
And I hopefully I'll be doing it in different More ways. More ways than one. I also think it's a great time to see if our friends will put their money where their mouth is and see if they will actually do an introduction or because if they've been bluffing this they, whole time. They've had such little interaction yeah. that I don't even think they've established the the connection between them exactly but they're all talk right they're all they're saying the reason we haven't connected you is because we haven't just happened to be in a space with this guy so i want to see nobody happens to be anywhere i this is what i'm saying i want to see the i'm going to say to them i'm going to walk in there and say okay this is what you've been promising for 15 years let's talk more cock bitch That's exactly what I'm going to exactly. say. And then we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. And we will report back. I am curious. I am curious too. Do you want to briefly touch on the difference of aging between yes. our communities? Yeah. Isn't it funny though? All of this has, all of this episode has nothing to do with the fact that I don't want to visually look old. I think True. that's just a me thing. <laughs> I think it's just a cute little I think me that's thing. also like a cuter, funny way to joke about it. Like it runs deeper, but like it's easier to just joke about the like outside. Yeah, it runs deep, but shockingly, this has nothing to do with no, it. No, no, like, it I'm, doesn't. I, I genuinely don't attribute my my looks. visual looks to aging. You I just, just want to look snatched. I'm vain. <laughs> yeah, you just want to look snatched. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I love Which that. Which I think is because I'm gay. I do think that they're... Okay, predominantly because obviously there's exceptions to the rule but i'm gonna give you an example recently on tiktok there was someone i'm not sure if they're lesbian bisexual whatever identifying but they were identifying as a queer butch woman and they made a tiktok about how they dreaded becoming an older butch woman okay okay and it was done in not like a vulnerable way. It was like a ew. It wasn't like a 40 minute podcast kind of a. <laughs> no, it was like a ew, old women suck kind of way. Bold. And it was like too like a cheesy song. Like it wasn't like a spoken. It was like a like. Land it was lose. one of those. It was one of those when you. It was like when you're like a hot young mask and you realize that one day you're going to be like an over 50 butch kind of vibe. Oh. TikTok. Like a very like gross take. Didn't pass yeah. the vibe check. No. Immediately, all of lesbian TikTok is literally out with their pitchforks. On the case. On the case. Yeah. The comment section is like horrified at this person. Like, you should be mortified. Yeah. Take this down. People are stitching these videos, making separate videos about how much they love old butches, love old lesbians, are like those like those are the hottest. Oh, sorry, those I are the freaked out. It was just that I hadn't talked. Then? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just that I'm taking up all the yeah, air. Yeah. yeah. Um I was saying you, 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 you. <laughs> where's me? Where's me on the little sound clips? Um and Did you feel vindicated that they were sticking up for you? <laughs> yeah. As an old butch. As an old butch. <laughs> no but like that's the thing is that i think the very small minority yeah it in the lesbian especially the lesbian community i would say um maybe because they are very much so not centering men in their lives and like in that in turn you start questioning everything kind of society and misogyny and everything has ingrained within you is very much like pro hot older lady Mm. is very much like 
age looks good on you. You know, there's so many like older women, butches or femmes that have absolutely blown up on TikTok because like they're queer, like business women or they're like carpenters or whatever. And there's this understanding in the queer woman community, lesbian especially, that that is something to kind of like strive for and be excited for and also think is really attractive. Right. And I think if you talk to a lot of lesbians, they actually talk about their potential future being an older dyke. Very positive. It's like, yeah, it's like an exciting space to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to be with my life partner and fucking like build a cabin in the woods or like be like a power boss lesbian couple. And it's always... Not always, I shouldn't use the word always, but often seen as like something to look forward to. It is wild because just that TikTok alone, yeah. if you split what demographic it was going yes. to, if a gay man yeah. made a video saying, I love being a hot twink, but how gross that I'm going to be an old twink eventually. Yeah. All of the comments would be like, same, period, yes, Like, queen. isn't that crazy? Like, just even that difference of, like, what the comment section would yeah. look like. Wild. And I do think that, in general, you know, when I do wind up on, like, gay male TikTok, a yeah. lot of it is, like, centered around, like, the people that are really popular. And, again, there's exceptions to the rule. Are people that are very, like, young looking they have a very particular body type um and it is a weird thing that i'm potentially aware that once they age they will no longer have said fame Mm -hmm. meaning like i think if you are someone who is a lesbian persona on the internet people follow you for you so it's it's like you, yeah that as, doesn't happen in gay culture yeah like as you age they will still want to see what's happening in your life they'll still want to watch what's going on yeah whereas it feels like kind of like a ticking clock for like the gay male culture yeah it's like my um visual gripe with aging yeah has nothing to do with actually aging yeah but it does have to do with the vanity I yeah. have from being gay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think like also we are sponges of the communities we're around. And unfortunately as a gay man, I can imagine there would be a weird amount of pressure of like continuing to look young because that's what's perceived as attractive. F- for sure. Whereas like if me and my group of friends, if I was like, like if I wasn't dating Julia, if I was like, oh my God, I'm looking for a, you know, X age woman and you know she's much hot older Russian than me and she's my area <laughs> hell yeah my friends would be like oh my god yeah so hot we have so many for you whereas if I said to like one of my friends okay like I'm 31 and I'm single so now I'm gonna go look for like a 22 year old they'd be like gross super gross you know yeah. I think it's like the opposite <laughs> yeah it's so interesting to me it is odd but age dynamics in general in queer communities have always been fascinating to me I think because especially historically there were less people that were out or willing to date that like age gaps were definitely way more common than in heterosexual relationships. Yeah. And also the ages in which people settle down in that, like historically, traditionally people 
you know, would graduate. They'd be 19, 20, 21, put a ring on it, have some kids. And, you know, Call the rest is history. Yeah. Whereas with queer people, that wasn't the case for obvious reasons, whether it was like marriage equality or just not being able to be out. So you kind of lost that need to find someone your age when you both turn 20, get married, have kids, move on in life. So then age becomes less of a priority. Yeah. And then you see these age gap relationships, which is very common for lesbians. And I think more so maybe also because people aren't perceiving ages as big of a deal. Fair. Right. Whereas like, I'm always trying to tell all my gay guy friends, I'm like, y'all need to be dating up in age. Find the like, find the like hot older men. I also think it's so gross that young gay men Mm -hmm. have such adverse ageism yeah just generally it's obviously an issue but it's like do you not understand and i i asked that question but i'm also going to answer it they don't understand Mm -hmm. that the two generations above them yeah literally was like fighting for their rights Mm -hmm. like making it through the aids pandemic it's like not only are you being ageist and disgusting yeah like the layers to it oh yeah the la- like the lack of respect for like the fact that you think that an older gay man at a club is embarrassing but you're not even thinking about the fact that there's like we've talked about mm. like delayed adolescence all of mm. these things like it's just such a or the reason that that fucking club can be there is in the first place generation. exactly it's like you're it's just so gross and yeah it, it yeah it's very upsetting to see it is i think in general we'll leave y'all on this note to fuck some old people fuck old people <laughs> first of all and just in general respect our queer elders because in so many ways they're the reason that we are here that our communities can thrive and also i think we need to acknowledge that they are the people that are going to be able to teach us and who we can look to on how to navigate unfortunately what's happening in the world totally because for a while it seems to be getting a lot better and now it seems to be flying back in time in a lot of ways if only we had like a large uh (laughs) uh base of knowledge to assist us through things (laughs) like them trying to ban drag shows like you know like Mm -hmm. if only there was like a big portion of (laughs) humanity that we could turn to to see Queer How these things so could be addressed. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I love you so much. This is the second episode I've cried on ever. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, big I love day. you. It was a big day. I feel like it was. I feel like I hate saying it was a good episode <laughs> because it's like it's was fucking sad and yeah. depressing in a lot of ways, but also. I like episodes like this because I feel like I get to know you more. The listeners get to know us more. Hopefully it helps someone out there. And I also think we had some laughs scattered there was in some there, laughs. which is great. Tears and laughs. Tears and laughs. My favorite kind of episode. That's what life's all about, baby. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you feel bad that Sean cried today, make sure to follow us and subscribe. Uh, Rate us five if stars. you're listening and you think, wow, what a, what a poignant, beautiful mm-hmm. episode. What a emotional, mm-hmm. open, raw, honest conversation. Mm-hmm. And you're not. And you just click off. Uh, you, 
you're not rating five stars and you just, and five stars and you just only? leave the platform and you don't you don't follow subscribe you don't rate us five stars you don't go to instagram and follow it i can explain podcast click on the link in the bio it's and not giving get a get a piece of merch like you're not doing that like why why it's honestly look inwards absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and until next time <laughs> we will see you around, around the gay, gay red, red. <laughs> uh.